0: Kroger, fresh for everyone, fuel restrictions apply.
1: Music music. Horror. 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 Subculture. Subculture. And, and overall. overall bad <gasps> Welcome, welcome welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio, Radio, with your hosts host, Dave, Dave and Sean, and Sean. Sean.
2: Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to Gettles Radio. i right? Dave, and with us tonight, special guest, as always, special crazy musician, master of the piccolo bass, if you will, Hugh Bonar, also known as HB3. Defender is a great album. We're going to be covering some stuff from that, as well as previous stuff. He's also a writer and a teacher of music. And we find him today, <laughs> this was taped over the weekend, today's Monday. It was a Monday. It was a Monday. And you know what makes Mondays? Other people. Because they don't plan ahead. They don't schedule anything in advance. They pay no attention to what they're supposed to do on Monday. And that's why Monday is a Monday for other people. Because the people that don't think ahead ruin it for the rest of us. It's approached by somebody, a co-worker, if you will. Slash client, why do you always have that scowl on your face? Now, if you have to ask that question every time you see somebody, it's projection. Or better yet, you should look at yourself, because you are the reason for that scowl. Happy Monday. So anyway, HB3 is with us, and you will definitely enjoy this the show. He's going to get in-depth with a lot of his music and other things... We find him fervently willing to speak about immediacy and danger in his area. I'm, not laugh, I'm laughing because he he's never been so high-strung from the onset. But, yeah, the fires out west are bad, and he had to drive through it. We're getting the debris in smoke form out east, but it's that bad that it's affecting people's sinuses here. So I can't even imagine what people are going through out there. But, yeah, yeah. Um, Hugh was—you'll—you'll uh, you'll hear him—he <laughs> from from the onset. I've never heard him this quite—quite quite this excitable. But it's good to have him after COVID and everything else, and um, hopefully we stay that way. And uh, yeah, you'll enjoy him once again. And that's coming up right now. We're gonna start things off with Ragnarok, and uh, Rachel's coming up. Martin Atkins is gonna be on later in August. Morgan Sturm sooner than that. The way these bands are coming now, it's hard to schedule them, and that is a tedious task by yourself. So I uh, am doing my best. And definitely some more horror coming your way, too. Going to get some folks in here. we got to get an update from Cary Hill on his Night Sky film that he's currently working on. It's definitely going to be a good one. All right. And uh, as always, please check out BurningBulbPublishing.com for Dwelling in the Dark and my first book, um, The Fall of Tomorrow, if you're into demon apocalypses. And uh, plenty of other stuff there as well. You can find Demon Eye, the comic book a full-color anime, um, and as well as my new one, Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist, at burningbulbcomics.com as well as burningbulbpublishing.com. All right, and all shows, www.fairlydarkproductions.com for all our kettle whistle radios and society-13.com for if you want Martise's show, Pop-Off and The Queens of NC-17. Can't push that enough, and I'm at Twitter. Of course I am. I'm not at Twitter a lot, but I'm at fairly dark and kettle.whistle.radio on Instagram. Please join the fray. very slightly it, it, that's not a big deal yeah
0: it's it's like 100 degrees outside so
2: i've i've heard bad things about yeah the weather this week uh, of course we we have your weather but we're getting your smoke here from the fires
0: really yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: california is just permanently ablaze at this point
2: oh god it's terrible no i saw the news it's awful uh, are you free and clear of this or where are you at
0: yeah, I'm not, I'm not affected by it at all. Maybe the wind is blowing in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. I, dro- I drove through the last one. I can't remember if I told you this, but like the last really bad forest fire where basically like the Getty Center was going to burn down. It's like right off the 405.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, man.
0: The worst freeway on the planet. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like you, you drive through the sort of like valley with hills on either side. And the freeway is going between these hills. Yes. And all those hills were fucking on fire, dude.
2: Oh, God.
0: And and I got down there not hearing that they were on fire. So I'm getting close to it. And, like, I'm seeing some, like, fire trucks. And the vibe is a little bit weird. Oh, man. But I'm like, whatever. Whatever. Uh, uh, so I get on the freeway and it's just like I'm I'm driving through like this this forest fire. It's like the the hills were ablaze on either side of me.
2: Oh my god! I've seen Very footage. Very exciting. I've seen footage. It looks terrifying.
0: Yeah, no, the whole the, like, you know, like the all the trees and grass and shrubs. It was like a wasteland oh. after it was over. Awful. A smoldering ruin.
2: My God, do they give and you? It's like, do they give you adequate time to evacuate in such a case? or
0: No. <laughs> no. Jesus. I just, I just, you know, like I got to work and I was sitting there and oh, oh, man. like some students came in that actually managed to get there. We were just sort of sitting around and we were just like, well, I guess we'll just like go home.
2: Oh, my God.
0: So I, I don't really know how I got home. I must have like gone the other way or something. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know.
2: Oh, man. Well, um There's I guess I should introduce you. Um got uh, our, our buddy here, Hugh Bonar, uh HB3. And we uh, man, I, I catch you at such a bad time, but uh you, you know if you you're not up for this, I understand, but you you got new stuff too.
0: No, there's I'm I'm totally unaffected by everything that's going on. It's like on the opposite side of town.
2: Okay. Okay. As uh, far
0: as I know, I mean Yeah. It's as just as you... far as I know, it's a big county. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, I, I, you think about these things now with like social unrest and whatnot. Like, like, where am I in relationship to like, like various hot spots, mm. either like social or environmental?
2: Right. Yeah.
0: It seems which like which is a literally which is a sad commentary.
2: Yeah, you're literally in the wild west right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, man, we're gonna have to bug out. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, have like a bug out bag, and we're gonna, we're gonna head for the hills at a certain point. Oh, man, oh, man.
2: Well, I'm sorry that I, I guess I don't have to ask your mindset right now. It sounds chaotic, <laughs> but uh, you. Sound... I'm actually
0: pretty good, you know. Like uh, <laughs> you sound, it, it yeah. Could you, be. You sound good.
2: Uh, at the content <laughs> a little worrisome, but uh, yeah. Uh, so, all right. So you still have uh, students? You said. Yes, this, uh, the ones I show up. Although
0: I'm I'm coming up on summer break, which is very nice, but uh, yeah, I've got uh, I've got students who I I, I feel for. You yeah. know, it's been interesting, sort of charting their progress over the last year. You know, I'm I'm noticing some. I don't know if I should say deterioration, but I'm I'm noticing like mental health issues, and sure. you know, like. I just don't think it can go on like this forever, you know. Like, Absolutely like something not. has to change. And they they just shut Los Angeles down again.
3: Yeah. At
0: least they were, they did they redid the mask mandate. Let, let let's put it that way. Yeah, that I did see that. And I don't think that's really good for like people's mental health and Morality, uh, you know, like yeah. it it's alienating and and you know, I mean the the problems that have been caused is sort of like the secondary infection. You know, on a social Mm -hmm. level or a psychological level, those those things have been serious. And uh, I wonder how much they think about stuff when they when they like reinstigate mask mandates and so forth and so on. You know, I mean, it's going to have continuing negative social effects Mm -hmm. on, you know, groups and individuals.
2: Yeah, uh, it's not mandated here. I'm in the Pittsburgh area, not yet again, but it it's in the making. But it, the boy, oh, man, I, it's just so divisive out there right now that yeah, I mean, it's completely fifty-fifty: the mask or no masks, vaccine yeah. vaccinated, It's it's unreal.
0: And here's here's what I'm seeing on the ground right now. I'm I'm not exactly seeing fanatical compliance for businesses. You know, like they've put up signs, right. But they they aren't they don't seem to be really pushing the enforcement. And and you got to figure if you're a business owner, you're just thinking like, oh, you know, like Jesus fucking Christ, you know, like I just can't handle any more of this. You know,
2: absolutely. uh, Yeah, there
0: there are there are places with signs, but it doesn't. So I'm wondering, like what the compliance is going to be like this time.
2: Yeah, I think uh, what you're seeing is what we still have basically uh, certain businesses say you don't have to but if, but the people that want to wear them wear them anyway and that kind of makes right. sense I understand that um, but yeah I don't know what's gonna happen this time around either my friend I really don't yeah I don't and, but and how
0: can this how can this go on you know like what what is what is the end game you know like right. like when they redid the mask mandate they didn't say okay here's here's the goal and then we'll like loosen it up again they just said nope that's it
2: Right, right,
0: go back, you know, no, no timeline, well, no nothing I, yeah,
2: and what about you being challenged as, as a teacher? I mean uh, well,
0: how I'm do you teaching keep... from home? yeah, you know, and yeah, I wasn't gonna get into all that, but you know, I was sort of alluding to it before. it's okay. like you you don't really get to know people as well, but right. you can still kind of sense things about their mental state mm-hmm. and and I am sensing let's just say i'm I'm sensing an effect. Right. And uh, online education, it's like, man, again, they've noted the problems, Mm -hmm. you know, lack of engagement, alienation.
2: So you can see. Yeah. So your challenge is even more challenging is what I was trying to get at Uh, keeping their attention, I guess, during all this.
0: Well, you know, whenever I have to take some sort of online thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to get through it in the quickest way possible. You know what I mean? It's like there's just yeah. something about it where you're just like, okay, where's the fucking button? Right. You know? Right. Like, like, what do I have to click? What do I have to press? It's like, and most of the time the content is terrible. But if it's not terrible, you, you know, you, you might not even have an inclination to check, right? Because mm-hmm. you just want to like check the box and, and get out of there.
2: Right. Oh, absolutely. So if, mm-hmm.
0: So if you are trying to do something good, and I think it is possible to do it well. Uh, like I'm I'm gonna teach a class next year on graphic literature, Ooh. like like comics, you know.
2: Yeah, I do. Hey,
0: I should put you in there, bro. <laughs> now that now that I think of it,
2: I've got a new one out. So yeah, Doctor Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist.
0: This this could be some promo for you, you know. <laughs> I'll like order some like student copies. I'll I'll make them buy your comic.
2: That's <laughs> dude. Thank People you so much. People do that,
0: you know. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do anything unethical ever.
2: Okay, and I'm not, not soliciting. Ever,
0: not ever. <laughs> and I'm not soliciting. But however,
2: yeah. uh, there is a contrast between. Uh, I've done actually three series now, but the, there's such a difference between what I, the anime art in my last one and this one is very black and white, um, sepia, and it's uh, yeah. a different artist completely. And it's and he's great, Bob. You, you hear me, Bob? Oh, I'm talking about you, Bob Hoagland. Oh wow. Yeah. Bob so, Hope. <laughs> no, Bob Hope. Hogland. Hogland. Yeah, he'll like Over. that. He'll like that. He's not quite there yet. Yeah. But yeah, so staying creative myself, and as are you, uh, the new gods, uh, the video. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: So you watched it?
2: Oh, several times. Uh, I, made some other, I sent it to other people. I made them watch it, and then they, they're like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, can you believe it?
2: And they're, they're talking about the video and the music itself because they haven't yeah. heard anything like it and loving it.
0: Defying the odds once again. Yes. Yes. To, to bring the people quality content.
2: <laughs> uh, so, what was going on there? You was it the the video idea first, and then you wrote the song, or the song and then yeah, you went and-
0: I was I was approached by my friend at my label to go on this trip, and I just said yes without really thinking about it because we had been locked up all year, so just any opportunity to go somewhere.
2: Totally. Totally.
0: And and he was the one who who was into the Salton Sea and the story of the Salton Sea. So then when we went down there. Originally, it was going to be four people, and then it shrank to three people, and we really had no idea what we were doing. But it was just one lucky thing after another, and, and somehow we managed to pull this thing out it's through beautiful. a series of amazing coincidences. You know, like <laughs> If anything had gone wrong, it, it wouldn't have worked, but everything sort of went in the right direction.
2: And uh, there's the, it, the theme was the, the, the uh, location
0: itself. It turned into that, yeah. It was it was oh. the perfect location for the song. Are you there?
2: I am, certainly.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had written the song <clears> two <throat> years me. ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was the last song I wrote for my last album, mm-hmm. or my last rock album, I guess. That was Defender. That came out in mm-hmm. April last year. Yep, we covered that I wrote that the one. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, and we I did. recorded that song, and... Then I got a shoulder injury, so I was in like excruciating pain for like three months after that. Eesh. That was that was the culmination of the writing and recording process for for that album. <laughs> it seems like whenever I get into like really making an album, like I, I hurt myself. It's <laughs> oh, shit. You know, like... That
2: that's kind of funny. Every <laughs> time, uh, honestly, when uh, we we would join a gym, one of us would pull our back out, and we couldn't go to it for like three months. Yeah. So I
0: totally yeah. understand. <laughs> Don't get a shoulder injury is, is my recommendation. I have heard you this, know, yes. Well, I knew about knee injuries, but I didn't know about shoulder injuries. And shoulder injuries are just as bad. And, uh, oh, man, it was, it was like, excruciating all the time for, like, three weeks. Like, couldn't sleep, couldn't get in a comfortable position. It was just, you know, and you'd be driving around in your car with, like, one arm. Oof. And you'd be looking you, – you look at people and think, that, that fucker, both his arms work, you know. <laughs> oh, man. It just – it was a uh, – it was a climactic experience, and I, you know, that song came out pretty well. And then finally we, we actually released the album like nine months later or whatever. And then we've had the year that we've had. And yeah, when we, we were originally going to do a different song, but we thought, mm-hmm. oh, the new gods would, would fit really good mm-hmm. lyrically with this place that we're going to go down to. So we switched songs and, and went down there. And yeah, it, it was really perfect because it's a song, I mean... The song is new uh, endings and new beginnings and rebirth and all that stuff. Order rising from chaos, beauty rising from devastation, and uh, yeah, that that <laughs> place that that's what that place is. You know, yeah, it's like some yeah. of it is so incredibly beautiful, but you also sense the environmental devastation.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's visible. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, when we got down on the beach, and filmed yeah. a couple takes. Uh, it seemed like it was normal. But then when we looked at the footage, it was like standing next to some sort of like radioactive swamp or something.
2: Yeah. It was haunting haunting in the daylight.
0: I'd say about half of it looks really good. We did a take like further up on the beach uh, by these weird metallic sculptures uh, when the sun was setting behind us. And, And those shots are incredibly Beautiful. Yes, they are. And mm-hmm. and then we went down closer to the beach. So I'm like standing right in front of it, mm-hmm. and that shit is weird, man. It's like it looks. It looks like the footage was altered in post production. It looks like some weird color filter was put on it, but mm-hmm. we did absolutely nothing to it. It's just this like weird. I call it the psychedelic soup. There you go. All right. <laughs> it's like pink and orange and brown. It looks like. You know, I, I was watching a clip of uh, it was like a German television show from like the early 70s and King Crimson was playing. And they had, some, you know, like some trippy like color filter that you'd see on early 70s television or like a Planet of the Apes movie or something, you sure. know, where mm-hmm. it, it looks like surreal and hallucinatory. Just just off in, in this in this, you know, sort of psychedelic way. Yeah, and you know, like like artificial, but this was the way that it actually was.
2: It, it's very 60s, 70s TV. Um, yeah, that feeling, that creepy vibe that they had back then. But they didn't have the choice somehow. That yeah, it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> somehow you pulled that out. Um, yeah, I really. It just I, happened. I, I dug it. I, my I, big question: I really want to know the uh, artwork and stuff. Is that just permanently there? D- are those residences? That, oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. So the deal is, uh, there are, well, okay, the Salton Sea used to be a big tourist attraction in the 50s and 60s, and like mm-hmm. movie stars would go down there. And you can still see in some of these businesses, like they have pictures of like Marilyn Monroe and, mm-hmm. and all of the famous celebrities who visited down there. And you can kind of picture it as this like mid century paradise. It's, it's down a ways from Palm Springs, which has that, still is known for that, that mid century aesthetic uh and you get the vibe too in the salt and sea but it's completely decayed uh and as it's decayed the quality of life has diminished right so it's cheap to buy land there
2: uh-huh.
0: land is quite cheap there uh and then there's also a squatter city called slab city
2: Okay.
1: That
0: is that is nearby where we were, like 15 minutes from where we were. And that's where we shot that footage of like there's a place called Salvation Mountain where this guy uh, painted this this hilltop for like 30 years with all of this, like, you know, religious imagery. He put a big cross on it. He, there's like gigantic quotes from the Bible on it. And he just he just worked on this endlessly and like slept in his pickup truck. Uh, and then, you know, got up in the morning and, and started working on it again. Oh, so that is a that is a permitted installation. And all these there's these weird little rooms and alcoves and you can walk up these stairs and walk through all of this stuff. So that is there all the time. And, and people just come and, you know, check this place out. So we drove there and got some shots there. But then right beyond that is Slab City proper, which used to be an army base in World War Two. And then it was abandoned by the army and I think they removed the buildings, but they left these like granite or concrete slabs Mm -hmm. that they used to build on top of. So it's, it earned its moniker slab city. (laughs) And I think the army seeded it like they they gave it to the state of California and then people started squatting there. So all these crazy people started squatting in this area. And I think, uh, there was like some article that got published about it in the 80s and that attracted a lot more. So it's become – man, you drive in there, it's like a, it, it is a Rob Zombie movie. I mean it's like you're going to get – like, I, we, we were in a Mazda, right? And we're driving through this just insane Rob Zombie-esque landscape with like dirt and gravel roads, no paved roads weird little like road signs oh man and uh you know like people walking around that just look like you know those characters in the devil's rejects course, right you know yeah. the ones I'm thinking of, like the, the whole family right yeah
2: <laughs> the extended family I mean, yeah. So w- weren't you scared of uh, getting uh, stuck in your Mazda with uh, oh, hell no yeah. paved? Dude,
0: it felt like being in a Prius, right? I, I mean, you know, like <laughs> oh, what's going to happen to somebody driving a Prius in a Rob Zombie movie?
2: Yeah, never good.
0: I mean, just think about it. Right.
2: <laughs> it doesn't take much. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, and it's like touted as this anarchist city where like there's oh. there's no law. Oh, great. You could do whatever you want. It's the like it's for people who I think there's like a nickname for it, like the last free place in America or something like that. Wow. And then you've got people living in RVs on the side of the road, uh, you know, flying. I think there's a lot of veterans there. I saw a lot of American flags. Wow. I saw some, you know, there's Confederate flags and 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 then like gay pride flags, uh, gay pride flags mixed together, which was sort of interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I think we got a shot of that. Wow. As we were as we were driving into Slab City, we drove past a an RV that had the words "Daddy's House" spray painted on it in gigantic letters oh man with like a with like a yeah that was the one with the confederate flag and, and the gay pride flag flying together
2: oh there's a story there
0: oh boy that da- daddy's house oh, right oh boy
2: I'm, I, the visuals you're giving me i mean
0: wow yeah yeah that's it that's in the video that's in the middle of the video when <laughs> yeah. we get to the bridge there's like a shot of me it's so perfect that's an example of what i'm talking <laughs> about where it's like <laughs> they filmed me seeing the sign and then they focus in on the sign so you can really see it. And then they come back to me and I do this double take, you know, like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> Daddy's house.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh. The visual I'm getting is daddy himself. That's why I'm really. Oh, my God.
0: Can well, there's ways you can go with this. Right. Right. There's ways you can go with it. Now, either we're ta- now because this is a song about religion.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: boy. Right.
0: Yeah. It, it could be like the God, the father. Right. Oh, boy. But, of course, there's a darker reading.
2: I'm thinking, yeah. Or maybe, is there a lot of drugs there?
0: They apparently have a crystal meth issue. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) Oh, here's something else. Uh, As we were driving (laughs) around in this whole area, I started having flashbacks to uh, Grand Theft Auto (laughs) V, which I played all during the lockdown, like, obsessively. Like, man, this is totally like (laughs) driving through Grand Theft Auto V when you you get out of the city. And sure enough... Like, we looked it up, and uh, yeah, they, the people who made Grand Theft Auto 5 based all the stuff outside of Los Angeles on the Salton Sea area. It, it is like, it's it's really weird, man. You, you have to experience it to understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> it just sounds amazing. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5, Rob Zombie, uh, what when, else?
2: Night of the Living tech- Dead. Huh? Night of the Living Dead.
0: Yeah, and then Crystal Math.
2: Yeah, same thing.
0: <laughs> LSD, the psychedelic soup. Oof. You know, there's there's definitely a crowd of hipster artists living down there and, and, and they're sorta of riding high on the hog and they have weird little art installations. But but there's 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 a certain element of, of, of pure craziness <laughs> that, that that is not calculated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nor can it be. Uh, do you yeah, have? Do I, do I sense a new song coming out of this, or an entire album out of this? Experience? Oh, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about that stuff a lot, but uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I like what this song did as as a capstone to this album. So so let's just leave it at that. But, uh, you know, I'm glad that I was able to do a video where I'm playing some cool stuff on the piccolo bass and have some some more interesting lyrics, you know, like uh, hitting some interesting points there, I think, especially with regards to the time that we're living in. Like I was saying, I, I just don't think it can go on like this, you know, like 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 something needs to happen
2: yes something good hopefully uh what do you say we give them a taste of this new song are we allowed to do that oh yeah (laughs) did i catch you off guard
0: let's do it
2: okay we'll play the new gods and uh well now how do you want them to pursue this song album wise video wise where you know that's, that's well your call. i think
0: they should just go to like my insta you know just go to like uh hb3 live at instagram and mm-hmm. and they can chase things in various directions there
2: all right well we're going to play uh, the new gods right now but folks you've got to see the video and they can see the video when officially
0: that is going to be on the 31st okay that is next that is uh uh july 31st again just go to my instagram mm-hmm. and there will be links and further information fantastic go thank you
2: sir give me one second here we're going to play a song and we're going to come right back with hb3 also known as bernard to his friends and thank you for joining in <laughs> all the best conversations happen off the air We'll talk about that one later uh, okay. right, I'm here with you You just heard the new gods But you need to see the new gods When that video is available And we'll give you all that information At the end of the show again uh, But I have a question about this, this video too um, Some of those crazy ass shots uh, You mentioned drones uh, But yeah. was that Explain It
0: was another minor miracle Because that shit wasn't working at all And then we got it to work. It started working just at the moment when we needed it. Uh, We had gone to Slab City and Salvation Mountain, and we were trying to get this stupid drone to work, and all we could do was get it to go up and down, which, you know, was actually useful. Mm -hmm. But we weren't able Mm -hmm. to, like, sail around with this thing, and it was crashing, and it was was quite ridiculous. Later, we went down to the beach again, and, and this time, miraculously, it started working. And... I don't know if you're familiar with drone technology, but uh, for the one that we had, it's basically like an attachment with two joysticks that you stick onto your phone, Ooh. right? Because everything is about iPhone integration at this point. Uh, so you yes. have now this handheld device that, that has joysticks on either side of your iPhone, right? And so you fly this thing with the joysticks, and then you're able to see on your phone exactly what it's seeing with its camera as you fly it. Uh,
2: Wow.
0: How awesome is that?
2: Uh, It's mind-blowing right now, yes. I just have a Millennium Falcon. (laughs) <laughs> and i really do it's a, yeah but uh, move, oh. moving on
0: <laughs> what, what scale is that
2: uh yeah i don't know it's like the size of my hand it's really not very oh big. Yeah. yeah oh no no you know what it's a little bigger than that two of my hands
0: yeah i don't but, know but it flies oh yeah dangerously that's so pretty cool yeah damn we, we got a lot of trees
2: in my backyard so we have to take it out to uh, the park
0: and... that's definitely a step up from like a remote controlled car uh, well, yeah, yeah.
2: They, there's old guy playing with his Millennium Falcon
0: again. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so so we were you know, we had been sitting in the parking lot of Salvation Mountain trying, he, you know, like watching YouTube videos, trying to figure out how to get this thing to work. It's not working. And then we try it again at the beach. And for whatever reason, it it starts working. And then our photographer starts like sailing this thing around like you know he's he's playing like playstation 2 right and he's just doing all these insane moves and uh you know like flying real low to the water and then flying up over me you know one of the things that we wanted to get was sort of that classic like uh 80s video shot where, like, the camera flies up over the guys who's oh, playing yeah. guitar on the beach or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, a, like you know, the flock of seagulls or something. <laughs> <Satriani>. <laughs> uh Oh, really?
2: Well, could be. I
0: think I th- it's a very typical sort of shot, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we got that, but we got so much more, and I really didn't know what he was seeing as he was shooting. I'm just sitting on this apocalyptic beach, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, then when we viewed the footage later, it was just like so gorgeous and so beautiful in in flawless high definition video. Some of the most incredible footage I've ever seen anywhere. You know, like, <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating when nope. I say that. When I first saw this, I was just like, this is this is some of the most amazing video I've ever seen anywhere mm-hmm. on anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, holy crap. You know, like uh, and I didn't know what was happening as he was doing it. But it's, <laughs> it's just completely stunning. You know, he like backed away from the beach and got these incredible shots of the sun where he's like hovering over the water and the sun is setting and the sun is hitting the water and it's reflecting in the water, creating this double image of itself. So you get this like double solar image within like sunbeams trailing over the water and creating this, like, sparkling uh, sunburst effect,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: slowly moving back into the beach with me, like, playing down there in, in uh, Silhouette. I was like, holy it's, crap, you yeah. know? So if we hadn't have gotten those shots, I mean, we, we would have worked something out. Mm-hmm. But once I saw those shots, I was like, oh, my God, this, this has to be completed. Uh, so I just started working on it. And it, was, it was it was stunning and shocking.
2: Amazing. Um, just proof that timing is everything. I guess
0: we actually got interrupted while we were in the middle of the most incredible shot in human history. He had backed way out and then he was coming in really slowly. So the idea was he was going to go way out and then come like all the way into a close up. Mm-hmm. And he just needed like another 10 seconds to complete the shot. And I'm watching him filming and operating the drone he's like way up the beach for me and i'm standing there again not really knowing how awesome this shot is and then i see from way up at the top of the beach this woman come down and start walking towards him and i'm like oh shit it's it's the drone police uh-huh. you know like like something something is gonna go down here right so she's getting closer and closer and then i just like stop playing and uh she interrupts this shot, right, and starts talking to him because she wa- she was with another film crew and they wanted us to move our car.
2: <laughs> really? Even out there?
0: So oh, she interrupted God our so. shot for that, right, and oh. she actually, like, stopped him. It was obvious what was happening, right? Wow. So you watch this footage, see, and, and it's just like, it's it's this astoundingly incredible shot. I mean, it's probably, like, a, a, you know, over a minute, and uh, it goes way out, and you get that, that double sunburst effect and then it slowly comes back in gliding over the water, right? Man. And it's getting closer and closer and then you see me stop playing and I'm just like looking up there, right? And then the drone just sort of like comes to a halt and it's just like sitting right there so it like it doesn't complete the shot that it was obviously going for. It's like you bastards.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: oh man. You bastards.
2: Man. Uh, no it's, that's all right. oh it's no exaggeration the video is freaking awesome I don't, I don't even know was I supposed to have seen it already <laughs> should I be saying that I saw it
0: no man'll I'll, yeah I'll take what I could get okay okay I want yeah. I wanted you to see it okay that's I, why I sent it to you
2: <laughs> I know I shared it with some people they didn't I you know we couldn't do the Facebook I mean the YouTube thing yet but that's coming on the 31st correct
0: yeah yes no I, I sent it to a few people yeah to give them an advanced peek, at, and the response was was similar from everybody. Like, yeah, holy yeah. crap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did this happen?
2: A no, oh, big question, big question. Um, it the,
0: looks like something you'd see when you like walk into a Best Buy and it's like a 4K nature video playing on uh, the on the screen. You know, you know what I mean? Yes, I do. <laughs> I oh, do. Jesus, yeah. It, no, it's you know, he wanted to use like we filmed most of it. With the with the iPhone camera because those cameras are so freaking good now. Yes, they're often better than you know like dedicated cameras mm-hmm. from a few years ago. Yes, so they were they were like filming stuff with the camera and they're like, well, you know, we actually we kind of like how this iPhone is is shooting. So uh, <laughs> you know, I guess I guess this is the one good thing about it. I'd say like the camera and GPS are the are the two good things now. The only reason to to have an iPhone is for that, you know, but yeah, their, their cameras are extremely impressive. Uh, so yeah. basically without knowing anything, you can you can get really good looking stuff. And I, I see people posting images that were obviously shot on their on their iPhones and they have I guess they have a certain look, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, they're they're incredibly good.
2: I totally agree with you. Yeah, we have one of the later cameras too, and uh, the iPhone is maybe a little more convenient. You know, I just yeah. there it is, right in your face. But uh, my big question I had to ask you: uh, the locals, the locals were. Uh, first of all, were they happy about you being there? Or are they kind of like, oh yeah? Or were they like, get you out? You know, uh,
0: it's so damn hot outside. Mm-hmm. The streets. It was like 120 degrees every day, right? Man, so there's nobody out there. So I think some people come out at night. Okay. Like we saw some people at night, but we didn't really talk to anybody. But you you walk around in there during the daytime, and uh, there's just no one out there. We saw one guy near our bungalow who who runs a little corner, I guess like an art exhibit. It's called uh, Salt and Sea TVs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's
0: a brief shot of it in the yeah. In the, uh, in the I video. love that
2: shot. Yes. Yes.
0: People just like give him their old TV sets and computer monitors because he says that like the, the trash collectors won't take them. So he has them all and he paints them with, it looks like the paint you use in like kindergarten, you know, Mm -hmm. I I can't remember what the, you know what I mean? Yes,
2: certainly. Actually, it gave it that um, old MTV feel.
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that too. It really did. I mean, it's colorful, but sort of like, you know, like you're five years old or something. You're like finger painting. With like, you know, mm-hmm. purple and pink and mixing it together, right?
2: It was my favorite shot at first, the first time I saw it. Yeah, I really it stuck out. I really like that. Oh, so was, we, do, do we wait, were
0: like huh?
2: Does that guy like live in a cave behind the TVs or he
0: just I he just came out of nowhere. That's we what were I filming thought. me walking down the street, and then this guy comes out mm-hmm. and he looks like an extra from like you know the road warrior or something, the hills, right? The Some hills guy. have eyes, if you will, <laughs> or the hills have eyes. Yes. Yeah, again, and he starts like making fun of me and saying, "Move your arms. You look like Frankenstein." <laughs> yeah, and uh, Boy. yeah, then he starts talking to us and he tells us all about his shop and and there's a uh, there's a shot of me standing in front of one of the screens that is a is a one of the bigger screens that looks like a like an old like 40-inch uh, big screen TV I think and uh, he's painted the the Night Ranger logo on it. <laughs> and it, and it actually is autographed by the members of Night Ranger. Oh god. So really? he really? tells the whole yeah, apparently like
2: no fucking way.
0: He was yeah, he was just standing there That's and great. suddenly from out of nowhere the guys from Night Ranger appeared and they run towards him and start autographing TV sets. And he's like, what the hell's going on? I didn't even want you to do this. Yeah,
2: seriously. (laughs) Night Ranger, go away.
0: (laughs) So he finds out that they're Night Ranger and he says, uh, hey, didn't you guys used to rock it in the 80s? (laughs) And the guy from Night Ranger says, 80s? We've been rocking it in the 90s. We've been rocking it in the 2000s. We're rocking it right now. Yeah. You know, so he goes on this whole thing about Night Ranger and he's like, You know, he uh, he was a little uh, he was a little humorous in his commentary. You know, he's like making fun of him. But I think he had a certain amount of respect. He started singing Sister Christian, you know, and uh, he went through a couple he went through a verse and he went through a chorus. You know, he's like, yeah, with their skinny jeans and their hair dye, fast cars, fast women and fast food. Wow.
2: I got to tell you, Sister Christian, uh, you you don't know this about me, but it actually, um, it's one I incited me so much um, through the years that I wrote a 50-page short story, uh, probably the most horrific short story I've ever written. And it's in uh, Fiends of the Flesh, folks. It's in that one with a bunch of other authors. Um, And
0: Sister Christian plays a a part in this story. It
2: inspired a, a serial killer to kill.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. Yes. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's got that American Psycho thing, I guess, anything. Yeah. <laughs> all the pop music. Well, I mean, that's why they used all the pop music mm-hmm. in American Psycho. It's just there's, there's sort of a natural connection, yes. you know, because... I mean, and it's the same thing with the 70s. There was something Thank dark you. going on underneath the surface. Thank you.
2: Disco, it was it was kind of evil. There's an evil association with that. All oh, that, yeah. All that day glow and glitter behind it, it was dirty, dude. It was, you, you know oh, that. Yeah. You know how dirty it Absolutely. was. Absolutely. And, man, you all know, the, the uh, great sl- slashers were coming out like because of that, that period, yeah. you know?
0: Absolutely. You know, uh, it was all a facade, all the like sunshiny orange juice <laughs> Brady Bunch. Oh yeah. All that stuff was just a facade. Beneath the surface there was there was horror and anxiety and fear and evil in disco. Mm-hmm. And and well, yeah. yeah I mean, no, there was something <laughs> yeah. there was something profoundly unsettling
2: about, I agree.
0: about it all.
2: I agree. I agree. It was a creepy and it time. Continued,
0: uh, maybe because it was so fake, you know, but mm-hmm. it, it's hard to say what it was exactly and yeah i'd say that that continued into the 80s yeah, i did. mean what i remember from the 80s is is just like this all the shit is just pretend is presenting an image <laughs> of how we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to feel and i just i just didn't
2: wasn't feel that at <laughs> all at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: not, not you know, at all yeah not not at all not even a little bit not those, I
2: those parachute like, pants like, nah wasn't feeling it nope it's
0: like what the fuck you know like yeah like this is this is what it this is what it is this is this is what we are it's just yeah it, yep. was, it just didn't make any sense because well i mean yeah I, I mean personally i i was experiencing all sorts of horrible and 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 evil even evil stuff in that time personally you know uh, mm-hmm. so yeah the the late 80s yeah that was some creepy shit
2: definitely yeah the talent the 70s I was a kid back then so the facade worked for me all the fake yeah. stuff was just playthings you know it was it made sense but you look back after that the music though was pretty real you listen to the 70s station everything's so different one band to oh, yeah. the next you know it, it was a good period for music anyway oh, oh yeah the absolutely. 80s, yeah 80s i don't know teenager time man, it was kind of that was a creepy time to be a teenager yeah
0: I think all the good stuff that really associated with the 80s came out just during a period of a couple years I'd say from like 80 to
2: 82.
0: (laughs) It's really the early 80s when when people talk about the really iconic, Mm -hmm. mystical 80s. I think that's the time period that they're really talking about. And, you know, I I think I mentioned that I wrote a book about the 80s that I still haven't put out, but there's like a whole chapter where I talk about all the movies that came out in 1982. Hmm. And it's amazing, actually, If if you ever want to just like, go look up, you know, like, the movies that came out in 1982, right? And they they have these lists.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a huge. And I know like, that. Yeah. I was 12, so I was old enough to, like, get in the bike and go to the theater wherever well, I wanted to, you know? So, so yeah. So, like, yeah.
0: so many classic 80s movies came out in 1982. It's just, like, one after another.
2: Yeah. Right? Truth.
0: 83, not so much, right? It It, like, tapers off. So there's something about... I would mm-hmm. actually probably say it's, like, it goes from... 1977, with the release of Star Wars mm-hmm. to 1982, yep. right? And when, yep. when all this iconic, amazing stuff comes out. And it's yep. probably the fact that, you know, like Star Wars was such a blockbuster and that created, you know, like the, the concept of the Hollywood blockbuster.
2: Yeah, and hit, then you yeah.
0: you get like all the studios trying to do things like that. Maybe you could even go back further, like Jaws or something. Yep.
2: Jaws, you know, Exorcist. But I, yeah,
0: well, that's a little bit different. You know, <laughs> I mean, like the 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 big escapist fantasy, like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get all these other studios trying to sort of repeat that, usually failing spectacularly. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think that's that's the impetus that that generates. Uh, most of what's coming out of Hollywood for, like, the next five years, and and the climax is 1982.
2: Uh, Yeah, you know, it's funny you should say that date, because I just watched a film, a horror film called The Call, and it's a slasher throwback to 1983, when things started to turn a little bit for the horror, where they went a little too into the comedy, and they were kind of just overstating the the fashion and everything. But the movie The Call captures it all pretty good. Slasher flick, it's on... um, I believe it's on shutter right now but yeah if you want to see a little nostalgia flick but yeah i'll leave it at that i'll leave it at that but yeah
0: 70s horror is is Ooh, scary as hell thank man. you
2: just the way they were shot and in the sound I'm still yeah. there
0: are still movies uh, that i can't watch you know that that i saw at a young age and I'm, I'm still scared to watch them
2: well you know i'm gonna make you say one of those at least after this next song let's play another tune <laughs> Uh, you, you think about that uh, what song did you want to play next Is that that was on you at this point
0: uh, we we're I was gonna th- go with
2: Return but yeah. that, that could be finale or whatever you want alright man Return I'm, I got HB3 here on the line Hugh Bonar, and uh, when we come back he's gonna tell us uh, what movie he's from the 70s he still won't watch and he's also gotta tell us where to find all his music too uh, stick with us once again and thank you for listening to Kettle Listen Radio yeah.
3: This is Carrie Means, the voice of Frylock. And you're listening to Kettle, Whistle, Radio. Hmm.
1: Sit, back, Sit back, and back and bask in the wackiness, in the wackiness, wackiness of Boku, Boku Skew TV. TV. Next, next, a, YouTube a YouTube channel featuring sock puppets, puppets irreverent, irreverent comedy, comedy bizarro imagery, and oddball oddball silliness silliness of plenty. To watch now,
0: now, now, visit youtube.com slash tv. TV.
2: We're back with Hugh Bonar, and uh, you just heard The Return, and this is his gracious return. I think uh, we talked to you over COVID a little bit, And uh, you've been on uh, one of our favorite guests. So thanks for coming back and doing this again. No problemo. And you owe us... What films would you still not watch from the 70s?
0: You know, there's actually quite a few of them. One that I tried to watch recently was called The Car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, people talk about like it's, you know, like it's a camp classic. Like it's unintentionally funny Mm -hmm. and it's really bad. Man, that movie scared me so bad. I'm not sure if I, I think I did watch it. Yeah. And it was just like fear, like ice water Mm -hmm. through your veins. Right. And so, you know, cut to like six months ago, you know, I'm just like, you know, I should, I should watch this movie because Uh it's probably not scary at all. You know, (laughs) like I'll watch it and and it won't be a big deal and hmm. it'll be okay right so so i like fired up i started i was streaming it and i watched like the first like 30 seconds right and i just like dude I, uh, there's no there's just no way <laughs> Interesting. it was like it starts with like the car driving around it's like a black limo or something yeah
2: and the sound it and made then it, yeah.
0: It cuts to like a shot inside the car and it's like driving itself. Yeah. The steering wheel is moving by itself and it's like got some, again, some sort of like weird color filter, like a, yeah, like some sort of like sepia filter or something. Absolutely. Maybe not that much, but something like that. I'm just like that.
2: No yeah. Way. But you're aware something, <laughs> something is in the car looking outward though. Cause yeah. it's watching. Yeah. yeah. And that scared the hell out of us as kids. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh yeah yeah there was another one i did watch one uh don't watch don't watch I the w-
2: remake don't watch the remake i have to put this out there um yeah for a couple of friends out there don't watch the remake of the car it's i if didn't even lo- know there was one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they kind of i know they went this weird uh futuristic route and it's not the same it's not a horror movie
0: anyway futuristic
2: yeah <laughs> i didn't hold <laughs> my what? interest
0: go ahead What? Go ahead, you're what on. What I what I what I did watch again and really enjoyed the hell out of was the Incredible Melting Man. Oh wow. Have you seen that?
2: I not oh, not since I got to go back.
0: That's really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh and that movie scared the hell out of me too. And and you you see when watching the film why it would be scary but there is a lot of like funny shit. There's actually <laughs> an incredibly funny scene like unintentional humor. <laughs> In the '70s horror movie, there's one scene that is so fucking funny near the end of the movie. I you won't understand without watching it. So I'll just say, I mean, it's it's worth watching the whole movie for this for this one scene at the end. But who did the uh, a famous special effects artist? Was it uh,
2: uh,
0: I can't think of his name. Baker Rick Baker. Rick
2: Baker, Star Wars fame too. Yeah.
0: He did the. Oh, did he do Star Wars?
2: Rick Baker. Yeah. I'm thinking of
0: someone else. He, he did. Uh, He's, no, the guy. He
2: Stan did, Winston.
0: No, no, it was oh. Rick Baker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he does like practical effects. He does mm-hmm. makeup effects. Right. Yes. He does like gore effects. Uh, so he did the special effects. And I think he had just had a hit movie and they asked him to do the Incredible Melting Man. And he, he said, you know, later that he should have refused, but he did it anyway. Even though it was sort of beneath him because it was like a low-budget horror movie, but he did it anyway. And so the, some of the like the the special effects of the incredible melting man and, and the gore scenes and stuff—they they have a certain quality to them that uh, that that you can appreciate. Yep.
2: Oh, we've had this conversation here before. Um, even if the movie and the script isn't so great, it's how it was shot and the film they used yeah. and the sounds they used. Yes. There's a creepy quality, and the music was you're always pretty appropriate, as opposed to like the '80s where you know giant synthesizers blasting in your ear with Tangerine Dream while there's nothing yes. nothing is happening on the screen. You know,
0: yeah. Like here's something yeah. else too that I've that I've thought about, and maybe you brought this up too. The way that they used blood, and, and the way that the color of the blood that they used. Oh well, yeah, like, like there was a lot of blood in mm-hmm. '70s horror movies, and maybe that's just because it was like a cheap effect.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's
0: like we have no budget, we have no special effects, but we got like lots of fake blood.
2: Well, that's like the so, Italian, the the classics. Um, they use their own color blood just so it would stand out more on the film. Yeah.
0: So, so on the one hand, you've got yeah this like cinematography that looks pretty realistic some of these movies have almost like they look almost like documentaries you know And there's film Mm -hmm. grain and they're they're not like glossy you know something is too technically perfect i think this is alluding to what you were just saying Mm -hmm. you can sort of distance yourself from it Mm -hmm. but if it looks real like real life most of the time it's 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 pretty unnerving yes (laughs) you know and the other thing that was big in the 70s were like documentaries or movies about like bigfoot Oh,
2: yeah. They're all over the place on Prime right now, too.
0: And I was also really scared of Bigfoot because that shit was real, man. You know what I mean? Like, I live close to the mountains.
2: Uh, I'm, and, in, uh, I'm in the mountains myself. People out here, yeah, so, there are a lot of believers here.
0: And so, like, those Bigfoot documentaries, they looked very realistic. Yeah. And then there's like yeah. fucking Bigfoot, so you're just you're just doomed. Well, the legend of, the legend
2: of Boggy Creek is still fantastic. And Yeah. Yeah, it you believed what you were watching in that one. Uh, don't watch so the I remember, sequel. I don't think the sequel is so great.
0: Oh yeah, but. see that's a that's a movie that I probably couldn't watch.
2: Yeah, oh, that's up there with them. Oh, I like that. Okay, we found one. (laughs)
0: Uh, So there's another one that came out, uh, something like The Giant Spider Invasion with Uh, William Shatner. Of
2: course, of course. Oh, man. And it's
0: it's got, like, (laughs) one of the, like, giant spiders is, like, some, like, really fake-looking spider that they put on top of, like, a Volkswagen Beetle. Yes,
2: it is. Yes, it is. That's the image in my head when you brought that movie up.
0: Yeah. But there's, like, a (laughs) shot where, like, Someone is like sitting inside of a car and like the spider gets them and then like blood just starts like like spraying everywhere (laughs) all over the inside of the car, all over the steering wheel. And it's got that same like realistic look like it's 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 not like glossy. And you know what I mean? Yes, I do. It's like it's incredibly terrifying. So that's that's the unique thing about the cinema is that it's ridiculous and then it becomes completely terrifying in the blink of an eye. Uh huh.
2: Wait, now I'm was, sure Shat, you was Shat, I gotta ask, was Shatner in that one as well as one that was made for TV with the tarantulas? I think it was called Tarantulas.
0: Yeah, he, he's in that as the
2: sheriff. A... Now, was he also in the giant spider invasion? I wouldn't know it. No, I okay. think I'm
0: mixing them together. There's okay. Kingdom of the Spiders. There you go. And there's that's the Giant the one. Spider Invasion. Good
2: callback, Kingdom of the Spiders. Yeah, that was always on in the summertime for some reason. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think the Shatner one is much worse. I I think I'm talking about (laughs) Giant giant Spider spider Invasion.
2: Indeed, you are. Yeah, that one is, you got to watch. That might have been my first rental uh, on VHS when we got our membership back then. Oh, boy, what a waste of time that was.
0: Oh, but God. lots of, you know, in that, in that same time period, lots of stuff about, like, demons, lots of stuff about possessions, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like the supernatural ghosts. I mean, there is, there is that undercurrent beneath the, like, smiley, happy facade of just, like, abject, mm-hmm. even, like, spiritual terror.
2: Yeah. Agreed.
0: So, you know, WTF, like, what the hell was going on there?
2: <laughs>
1: well,
0: well, you know, I mean, you could point to some, like, social things or some legal things, right? I mean, like, there was a lot of changes going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Socially upheaval, uh, and the, like I know, like a lot of those filmmakers were Vietnam vets. Oh yeah, r- right.
2: Well, Apocalypse so- Now changed my life. Um, it got me more information than I was getting in school about that subject. Uh, yeah, v- Vietnam, and then I really dived deep into a lot of reading and other things. I know that was you know a work of fiction, sorta. Of. But how <laughs> yeah, far? I guess how far from fiction was it? You know, uh, right? Seriously, but yeah, yeah. That that's a that one. Would you you'd probably watch that one again? I imagine
0: that's yeah, more eighties. watched 80s, that a
2: million though. times. A, yeah, I never get sick of that one. But, all right, what's another one? What was another? I'm sorry, you. I cut you off with
0: Vietnam vets. Another horror film or yeah. Vietnam or God, it's all mixed together, isn't it?
2: I have a really scary one. That's a favorite. Uh, one of the favorites on this show, uh, the possession with Sam Neill. It goes back to, I, I believe it is eighties. It might be as early as eighty one to eighty four ish but God, a, i don't i don't know that one it's a good one you, you got to see the director's cut or it won't make any sense uh yeah. that's a good one i bet that's one if you saw once you probably not watch it again maybe yeah, right it's very creepy very creepy yeah.
0: it sounds triggering <laughs> yeah 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 uh but, um, what yeah. about uh have, did you ever see burnt offerings oh yeah 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 see that's one that movie scared the shit out of me
2: yeah, uh, right. the, the kid from Poltergeist is in that Oliver. Uh, Oliver. Oh, is he? Wait, no, 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 no. I forget his name now. Shoot,
0: yeah, not Oliver Reed. Not
2: Oliver Reed. He's, he was a grown man in that one, but the yeah. the young boy I think is the same kid that was in um, Poltergeist. And oh he, God. And he did another haunted house one. it um, for, made for TV. I can't remember that the name of that one. Creep me out though. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's some – yeah, you're right. There's some that have a lasting effect because you remember them without even remembering the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? Yeah. No, the, the and this sort of like – this this twisted fear, I mean, I think it sort of got worse and worse through the decade and finally it culminates with a movie like Alien in 1979. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's And, and frequently that's, that's described as like the, the end of the free love era, you know, because there's all this twisted sexual symbolism. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, the the, the happy free love thing is just it's not working out. And this this like sexual horror is is just completely taking over.
2: Absolutely. Um, Yeah. The uh, when they made that film, they said I I remember reading in Starlog magazine. They're like, yeah, yeah. Like, let's just assault them with sex. That's what they're just trying to make the audience uncomfortable with every ounce yeah. even like all the creatures sub the subterranean environment and everything everything looked uh, like something sexual and, and, and just and why would yeah. that
0: touch a nerve you know like why yeah. why, would, why would that work so effectively 70s, <laughs> 70s. Well, but it's, that's we're all supposed to be so happy and yeah. carefree, you know, like <laughs> oh. something's gone wrong in there. Yeah, the hippies got old, man. The but, hippies <laughs> uh, the hippies were about to get their real estate license. See, it was like the Alien movie Ooh. came out and then it's like, all right, that's it. Oh,
2: man. That's it's your over.
0: Next, that's your next book.
2: Uh, by the way, um, <laughs> you do have a book available now, don't you, in print?
0: Yeah, that's called Avalon. Mm-hmm i'm not sure if it's in print or not but you can go to avalonbook.com i keep meaning to issue a, a second edition of that book. yeah
2: yeah you said this last time man i know um, try well to get,
0: things need to be corrected and i just you know okay. i need to think about it a little bit more i've got books in the pipeline that i'm, I'm very cool. happy with cool so i i should put them out but F- i guess i was i fiction? i get caught up in one thing or another right uh and, and then I go back. When I wrote Avalon, it took me like five years to publish it or six years. Mm. So I guess I just like to think about it for a while. But uh, not that I've really been changing anything. It's just <laughs> I don't know. It, it has to. It's like you want to age whiskey. You know,
2: I actually understand what you're saying. I almost. Completely, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Are you talking fiction? Are you writing fiction?
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. And I guess you know maybe maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe we should just be writing nonfiction. Like the times are so dire. Mm. You know, no, I ain't got no time for storytelling. But mm. I, don't, I guess you could say the same thing about music. You know, it's like sure. But you you got to do what you got to do. It's really strange to be this proficient at an instrument. You know, I, I feel like I'm sort of obligated to to play it because for whatever reason. I, I just kept playing it. So uh, especially when I do the solo piccolo based stuff, that just seems to be something that makes people feel good. yeah mm-hmm. that, that has a positive emotional effect on people that is, is frequently remarked upon. So if I can do something like that, you know at least at least you're, you're making practical use of, of your talents.
2: I, I share music from my show with uh, people that normally wouldn't listen to anything that I listen to, and uh, whenever I play your stuff, it always gets their attention. Where a lot of other things, they just kind of blow off. They'll yeah. you, get their attention like, "Wow, what, what, what was that? What, uh, piccolo bass? What, what? And then they got to know, and then I got to send them a video, and you know, so yeah, I'm getting some new fans for you. Just so you know,
0: hey, that's uh, hey, yeah,
2: <laughs> one more, you know, one more can you ask. to something I'm trying. about <laughs>
0: the way it uh, it, it vibrates. It's it's vibrational man mm-hmm. it, like, it like works on you somehow, like bodily, it, it has a certain effect on the listener. Makes I sense. think when you hear it live, it's, it's particularly striking, you know like it, it moves through you.
2: Um, you know, I, this' is kind of funny, but I didn't really ask you to reiterate on what you did to your shoulder. We, earlier in the show you're talking about how you like what, what exactly happened there? You may have told me last time.:
0: it's, it's, it's called a shoulder impingement. So, you know, you got a ball and a socket, right? Yes, ball and you socket gotta...
2: joint. Yes, I'm well-versed in so, those. Yes.
0: So when you're, like, putting a lot of pressure on your joint there, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you're, like, you're pushing up or you're bringing something down or whatever, you can sort of scrunch the socket so that the ball joint doesn't quite fit in there anymore. Hmm. It's kind of like you dislocate your shoulder, right, Or ah. it's just, like, it, it's not fitting. So. So, like things get squashed, and Ouch. there's lots of strange things in your shoulder like if if you start <laughs> researching it, they, they they're saying things like, well, there's all, there's all these bones and tendons and muscles, and everybody's structure is different, and yeah. it's all really complicated, and it's not really designed all that well, <laughs> you know, so you so you can have all these problems with it. Ooh. So you get these nerves, these long nerves. That go down through this ball and socket joint down into your arms and into your fingertips, right? Yes. You got these major nerves, and if they get injured because they're getting pressed on or whatever, it's Uh, like sliced.
2: I have uh, yeah in my foot. I have uh, two toes where I have no feeling. There you go. Story for another time.
0: (laughs) Same thing, right? So, so that was the really bad part. It's not just the shoulder pain. It's that you feel this like you know, electrical nerve energy in your arm and your forearm. And in my case, it was going down into my hand and my fingers into the tips of my fingers. Ooh. Jeez. So I was like, oh, shit, I can't really play. Oh, man. Like, well, like, what the hell's going on? Uh, and there, there is no real treatment except you just sort of wait it out. That's you it. Know, really? It, it that... like, yeah, it like heals. <laughs> well, all right. But it's like yeah. a sprain, I guess. Yeah, no, it just sort of like gets better and your nerves repair themselves. And yeah,
2: well, some of them, might your, your, your
0: shoulder. But I'd say it took me like two or three months to to start to get over it because it's like your back muscles get all out of whack, and it's just it's just weird. And, and it's it was like uh, there were certain like points where it hurt, like like nerve points, I guess they must have been right, like, and the pain would concentrate in those in those points and it would move from spot to spot so there, were, there was like one in like my upper back and then there was one like in my upper arm and then there was one in my lower arm Jeez. and it would just be like okay i'm gonna hurt here now and then it would hurt incredibly badly and there's nothing you and then it's like okay now i'm gonna move oh man right? and uh you know so yeah don't don't get a shoulder injury
2: Man, so what, you're not 100% right now? Or, or... No,
0: I feel good. I'm, I'm back in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I put on some weight during COVID and I'm like, I've been dieting and trying to cut. And, you know, I didn't go to the gym for like nine months or right. work out or exercise or even move. I, I was sort of, I, it affected me more than I wanted it to, unfortunately, you know. But uh, when they when they reopened everything in California, I was immediately back in there going really hard. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling good where I'm at and I, and I feel good. I have a little bit of like, I don't know if it's scoliosis or I'm just sort of twisted from like 30 years of playing guitar. I think it, it might be that like my whole like like upper skeleton chest area rib cage is just sort of tilted. Ooh. You know, and I, I think that might be from just like holding a guitar pressed sure. up against my ribs you know mm-hmm. like i have seen other guitar players and bass players talk about this issue
2: sure that makes perfect sense though
0: so when i when i exercise i'm, I'm often like paying close attention to form and, and making sure that i'm like straightening myself out if you're not symmetrical you can't really develop your your core strengths you need to be sort of concentrating on creating a focal point where you can sort of push out from, and that's why you need to be symmetrical. It's like the point of a triangle, right? If you, if you think of your two arms coming down into a point in your upper spine, and then you're like doing a, a bench press or something, you, you sort of generate your strength from from this focal point, right? Mm-hmm. A- and then you can push up and use both, side of, both sides of your body. But if, if you're like out of whack somehow – you know, if you're like tilted or, or or curved or weird somehow, you're you're not going to have that same focal point, or you're not going to be able to build your strength. So you have to concentrate. This is the the workout hour, mm-hmm. weightlifting tips on kettle whistle radio. <laughs>
2: you no, know, I'm loving it, man. Everybody needs this because we're all in the same boat, bouncing back from COVID.
0: You know, lifting uh, advice. Yeah, yeah, no, no.
2: Hey, it, if it inspires anybody to do it, you're getting me to get off my butt at some point today too um because it, uh, yeah anyway work-related issue i don't want to talk about it. uh oh God. i want to ask though what is the future of hb3 at this point where do you go from here after the video release
0: i want to shoot one more video we'll see if we're able to pull it off uh you know if we can pull off another miracle i want to get another one done next month and i think that'll be it for the videos of this album mm. and then you know i i really don't know uh I, I bands are starting to perform here again in Los yeah, Angeles.
2: Absolutely, we got them here.
0: That's great. So mm-hmm. it would be exciting to be able to go out and perform. Sort of an act of defiance, you know, like like a big middle finger finger to the world <laughs> to get out there and, and actually perform. So I'd kind of like to do that. Our rehearsal studio has gone through some changes, so. We're gonna need a, a new place to rehearse, but that's not that's not so much of a problem. It's just yeah, we need to reassess and 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 do something. I've been playing a lot, so uh, my chops are it's feeling pretty good.
2: It definitely shows. It shows, and in the video too. I mean, honestly, they just gotta check out the new gods. When on the 31st, YouTube folks, uh, look up the new gods HB3, and you'll you'll be amazed. And then share it
0: yeah I got some stuff in there that I've been wanting to get for a while. and to see me play it is is doubly shocking because it doesn't sound like a bass guitar. Mm-hmm. So here's a video where you where you can really see me playing these parts and that is the instrument that I'm using to play this stuff. Mm-hmm. It is a fender jazz, but what's coming out of it doesn't really sound much like that <laughs> and And you get some people who will say, well, that's not a bass. But to them I say so fucking what? <laughs> if it sounds good it sounds good.
2: Indeed, indeed and unique and we need that. We need And that it's right only
0: now. four strings, you know, like everybody's all into their multi-stringed instruments these days, seven-string guitars, eight-string guitars, right? <laughs> right. No, four-string bass. There you
2: go. <laughs> you so heard there. it here folks.
0: Yet so again. this stuff is coming out of a four string bass. Check it out. It's awesome,
2: man. I, I had a friend uh, who I did turn on uh to your music and he, he he's a musician himself, Paul. And uh Paul said um he just I don't know, he he texted me, he's like, Is that the one that's the piccolo bass? This is amazing. His words yeah. exactly. I was like, Yeah, that's the guy. He listened to the episode a while ago. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely something there. You like a vampire, you lure them in with something completely different. And I enjoy I'm- it um I, I gotta tell folks here to get all our shows after of, of course after this one there's tons of them back there and go back and listen to some hb3 stuff before as well um let's see we are at fairlydarkproductions.com all the episodes we got horror novels there and there is a comic book you can get now two of them now at burning bulb publishing.com or burning bulb comics.com dr peeler demon psychiatrist is the new one issue two will be out soon issue one can still be purchased online won't set you back and uh all our shows at uh, society-13.com check us out and i'm at fairly dark on twitter not really active on twitter but i like to share stuff out there um how about you
0: yeah you know what's been going on in social media it doesn't really excite me <laughs> yeah, seriously <laughs> uh like twitter they basically kicked everyone off twitter that i thought was even the slightest bit interesting <laughs> so it's it's basic i mean you know yeah it's an echo chamber yeah,
2: right yeah 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 you're not the first person to say that uh, it's true yeah i do find good bands are there i find good music there too uh yeah and that's then, all yeah. that's
0: all i ever watch now is i watch like talented men playing in their living rooms <laughs> right it's the new style
2: <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't know if it's going away anytime soon
0: i well hopefully... I, I got the best video of me playing in my living room you know they're like applying like you know special effects like they're using after effects <laughs> yes. they are getting really sophisticated in their videography
2: <laughs> more control that's for sure uh like let's it, tell them where they should go for all your stuff to reiterate that for it's the... all
0: just hb3 live letter h letter mm-hmm. b number three live hb3 live that's at instagram that's at facebook i have a website hb3.com if anybody still goes to websites <laughs> i maybe do we should get back to that
2: i do and you know what i'm looking for i still i want i want t-shirts from you i, I want to purchase t-shirts
0: that's what's got to happen
2: yeah yeah defender
0: so really just instagram just you know that's what i that's what i update the most
2: okay yeah okay instagram yeah I, i'm trying to get more into the vibe there and uh yeah so we're we're wishing my co-host sean good luck he's had a rough couple of weeks he'll be back uh very soon on these episodes in these airwaves and uh i want to thank you for coming on again mr hb3 hey. himself
0: thank you sir appreciate it
2: yeah stay healthy and uh keep me up to date man uh you know you need a place to stay with those fires getting crazy come out <laughs> come on out We'll we'll, we'll hook you up
0: I'll take you up on that.
2: (laughs) It's an interesting escape. Very different. I'll just say very different. uh, (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. All right. right. Thanks for listening, folks. And uh, tune in again next week when we bring you, I don't know, more piccolo bass. Sounds good. Yeah, Maybe I'll play something again. All right. Good night.
1: Culture, culture subcultures, music, 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 horror, horror sex, sex, politics, politics art, and overall, overall bad. bad ass. Ass. This, this is Society, is society 13. Thirteen, redefining, redefining. podcasting. Cast.